Hello. 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 Third quarantine back, special. With, we have we have made it to number three, or well, technically number four, but number three in terms of what you guys are listening to. This is um, definitely welcome, a record. It is in in a row. This is crazy. Um, and welcome to the twenty thirtieth. The thirtieth. The um, yeah, I think it's the thirtieth. You know. Oh, it's the thirtieth. Woo! Yeah. Um, 30th episode of Are We Live podcast with me, Barnett. Me, Tom. Me, Alpha. Me, Jordan Rakai. Here he is. Boys, we are we have made it to number three of the quarantine special. Um, a lot has happened in a week. Yeah. Been calling them Not different things. Um, yeah. last, last week was quarantine, the sequel. This one like <laughs> the trilogy quarant- exactly quarantine the trilogy i reckon <laughs> let's just go straight into the best trilogies that you guys have seen uh probably uh, lord of the rings, lord of the rings, lord of the rings man yeah yeah everyone's thinking that probably in it i'm trying to think of something what about else blade most trilogies are like shit the third one was the third one was terrible what do you think of matrix they're bringing out, new, they're bringing out a new matrix? blade with um what's his name oh, matrix wasn't great the last two weren't great. Huh? Sorry? The new Blade is coming out with the guy that was um, in... Mahershala. Mahershala yeah, Ali. Ali. Yeah. I quite like the second and third Matrix. Did you? Yeah. Number one's the... Is, is Obviously, the number one's always the best, what? but... Number one's shit for you? No, no, no. Number one's good. Number oh, one's Stonker, shit. I didn't know that meant. Sorry. Stonker means great. Oh, sorry. Stonker means like... Woo. To be fair, I've never heard the word Stonker before. Just now. <laughs> hey, listen. I, feel, I, I, kinda, thought, right I thought, now. I thought it was like an insult like a, if you call someone a Stonker. It's like a part. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, it's like a... It's heavy. Snap, like stonk, Stonker. Bang. bang. <laughs> I, I feel judged right now. I don't know what's going on right now. That's all um, good. It's but all yeah, good. Matrix is sick. I actually watched Matrix quite late in my life. I watched it like... I watched it last year. What the f- oh, really? really? Um, yeah, I man, never watched it's Matrix. It's so ahead of its time. It really is, man. It's My ridiculous. girlfriend watched it last night. What? It's amazing. crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. I know. It's, it's crazy. How late did you watch The Matrix before, like after John Wick? <laughs> how, how, is, how are you going in that order? That's crazy. Listen, I feel judged right now. Listen. Listen, John Wick is an incredible film. Man, yeah. I've never seen that. And so funny. Because oh, I've so never heard about fun. it. I remember, I remember Alpha telling me about it. And, um, We're talking trilogies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if not for but the, the third, third one, was terrib- John yeah, Wick would exactly. have been would have taken yeah. the third yeah, one. Definitely, hundred percent. Is that back. where he throws the axe in the guy's head? No, no. It's when he spanks a horse to kick someone. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, what? So he so he slaps a from, horse and the horse takes his leg out and hits John, John Wick. Guy. Keanu Reeves in another movie. Oh right, yeah. man, so I've never seen that. Me and Alpha watched it by John Wick by accident, didn't it? Because we were, we were like, oh, like, I think it just come off of tour. And I was like, oh, let's watch Endgame, Adventures. Mm. And I was like, oh, we just couldn't be bothered. They were like, oh, let's watch this film, John Wick. <laughs> we didn't really know anything about it. Watched it. We watched both of them back to back. Like, one and two back to back the same night. Just laughing. The way, wow, nah, yeah, the way we he went... kills people is incredible. <laughs> yeah, we went oh, to the amazing. cinema on tour. We had a day off. And we were like, let's go to the cinema. None of us had ever seen a John Wick before. Um, yeah. Everyone in the cinema was serious, and we didn't. Re- we thought it was a comedy, and we were like <laughs> scream laughing the whole time, and everyone was like pissed at us. 
But it's the yeah, one where is, is a, his, comedy. his dog was like attacking people and shit. Why is it? Why is it funny? Is it like on the edge of being funny? It's just slash... ridiculous the way he kills me. Don't get me wrong. It's no, it's it's sick. It's like you, Tom. I, I'm pretty sure you would absolutely love it. Like mm. it's action. It's like just sick killing. Like the choreography. Right, like you know ridiculous. what? I'll watch it. We'll talk about it next podcast. I'm I'm gonna watch it. All right. There you go. Yeah. That gives everybody a reason to listen to the next episode of the podcast. There we go. Yeah. Tom's gonna there talk about go. John Wick. Tom, Tom thinks about John <laughs> Cliffhanger. Wick. Cliffhanger. I liked it. <laughs> It was good. <laughs> um, I saw a comment recently. Sorry, just on this last tangent, I saw a comment recently of um, a movie saying where John Wick had stolen Liam Neeson's daughter from Taken, and like they clash at the top of like these two unstoppable forces. Oh, <laughs> Tommy, no, but, no, but the reason why the reason why John Wick's better is because everything he's done from the first film to the third, the amount of people he's killed. It's just because they killed his dog. That's the only reason. That was literally why it. he killed hundreds, hundreds of people just because they really? killed his dog. That's the only yeah, cause reason cause, why. Because his wife died before. His wife died from something unrelated. Like I think she had cancer or something. She died. She died way before anybody. No one did anything. So imagine like and a loved one got kidnapped. <laughs> like what would he do? Like do you know? You know, know? Save, save this for next week, guys. When I've seen this, I need to. Oh, I need to join in oh, on this. Oh one. yeah, shit. Sorry. It's yeah, sorry. A spoiler though. It's literally the do first you know Mike Tyson? Um, he was like a really peaceful kid, and then. Someone killed his pet pigeon, and then he became the world heavyweight champion. The pet pigeon. Yeah, I was listening to a, wow. Um, uh, I, I was this. I was listening to a podcast um, with Chris Rock talking about. Um, he had a Max Tyson story, and this is I think yeah. it's on Quest. Is it either Quest Love? Yeah, it's Quest Love's podcast. Chris Rock was on there, yeah. talking about him being in the car with Naomi Campbell and Mac Tyson, and <laughs> like Mac Tyson was upset with Naomi Campbell apparently about like. What? Because like, apparently they were maybe seeing each other and then um, Naomi Campbell gave her number to someone um, uh, that <laughs> night or whatever. Uh, Matt Tyson just was in the car and just threw out of a moving car. What? What? <laughs> oh, my God. No, he didn't, bro. What? Oh, my yeah, God. No, he, gets, he apparently just kicked her out of a moving car. That was jokes. Man, I listened Tyson's to it crazy. yesterday. Uh, some funny How stories about him, man. That is mad. No, some mental stories about him. <laughs> This guy, I found it really funny. I always think about this for like, what would you feel like if you got a show in, um, let's say, San Cremento, Sacramento, and um, <laughs> someone famous, but that's vilified for being a certain way, tweets you saying, I want to come to your show, can you give me tickets? What do you think mm. about that situation? How bad? How bad are we going? I'm talking yeah, what like... Yeah, what are we saying, man? Let's say Kevin yeah. Spacey wants to go to your show. And oh, he's man. publicly, like, posted, like, oh. hey, oh, my God, this album's sick. Do you retweet it? Because it's Kevin... Do you know what I mean? Like, what, oh, what is that? That's a great... That is a great question. Or Donald Ray Trump. Charles. Basically, if Donald Trump was like, I want to come come to the White House or come to my nah, show. No, bro, you don't do oh, that shit, easy. man. No. Yeah, that, that, that was way easier. That's way easier. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so I know that's what you're doing. It depends who it is. It depends who it is, man. Yeah, that's way easier than Kevin Spacey. Depends if you support their politics. Kevin Spacey is a tough one for me. Yes, if I've got a personal issue, like... Barney, I don't know how Ke- like Kevin Spacey. He likes kids, right? Is that that's his thing? Right? No. Is that what he <laughs> no. I, can't I, I thought he liked kids. I thought that was what. No, yeah, he liked he well. He I sexually assaulted more, someone. Yeah, male um, uh, stars. To, to the big muscly guy um, from Terry. No, you know Terry the muscly Cruz. guy, the hamburger guy from Terry. Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews. He, he he didn't he didn't assault him. Well, you definitely yeah, say no then. 
Wait, wait. You definitely say you're no. Just linking, no. You're just linking general <laughs> abuse stories. Do you know what I mean? You're just going, oh, man, there's this other guy I saw in the news that got abused. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I always think that's weird because there's, like... I think, I think the question should be, Jordan, if you're a fan of somebody... Like, say you're a fan of someone and then it comes out that they're whatever and then they want to come to your show. Mm. Do you then, like, that is, that's better. So it's more so better stakes in that. I so see, yeah. Say, you say Kevin, you're a... Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Say you're a big fan. To be fair, I'm actually a big Kevin Spacey... Well, I was a big Kevin Spacey fan because mm. I loved, like... <clears throat> the Usual Suspects is, like, my favourite film. Yes, um, same. So, so, yeah, so, like, cool. But, like, yeah, something you're a fan of, yeah. it comes out they've done, like, in their past, like, 30 years ago, something mad's happened mm. when they were younger. Um, like a Bill Cosby thing. Do you? They want to come to your show. Do you go? Do you let them come to the show? I'm gonna guess this sort of thing. Yeah, like they want to come and they want to meet you and stuff. Do you say? I yes? think no. I would say no. You hear stories though, innit? You hear so many stories, man. It, it's hard to know. And even some people are such legends sometimes. That, and you hear these stories that they don't get taken down. Um, I feel I feel like Quincy. That, I've, that, heard, yes. I've heard Quincy Jones stories, man. <laughs> I've heard Quincy Jones stories, man. Um, I've heard Quincy stories, and, and he has. Yeah, he's still he's still a king, man. People still praising him. But I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I, I think it's always relative, isn't it? I think it's Shit. always like. It's always like the core public opinion. Do you get what I'm saying? In terms of like yeah. what's deemed acceptable. That's deemed true. Acceptable, it's what the majority of the, the public. It's saying, what the majority is kind of kind of pushing with. Because like there was times like what maybe like. Seven years ago, eight years ago. Hey, if you wanna if you wanna bust joke, yeah, there's a video with Jay Z and R. Kelly, yeah, <clears throat> called Not Guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, An yeah, actual yeah. music video, yeah. Oh god. It's probably the funniest. Oh, it's god. probably it's not oh, funny. No, it's fu- it's well. not funny. It, it aged like the worst type of it aged like like milk, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like I'm not guilty. Do, 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 do. Oh my god. <laughs> not guilty. And it's like they're in a courtroom and like what? obviously like, it's the worst. <laughs> like, Bro, bro, that's some comedy video. sketch shit, man. That's just if you're preempting watching, if you're the future. To this right now, go and write Jay Z R Kelly mm. not guilty and watch the video yeah. and see how like it's like a it's like a parody. But that's what I'm saying. Like there was a time where people like it, people kind of let things slide, and it's the court of public opinion. Definitely, you know what I'm saying, and, and and I think that's what's tough. I think you kind of got you have your own moral standards and kind of be like, yeah. This Don's been molesting kids for time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why, why has this been a lot? I had, I had a close shave where I was, um, I was a couple of years ago, I was working with this producer called Ten Walls. He was like a big oh, yeah, electronic yeah. producer in, in, in the techno scene, basically. Really playing big shows. Um, and then we worked on this track and then like, luckily it didn't get released. And a few months later, he tweeted some homophobic comments, basically. Um, something that was really bad, right? And it completely fucked his career. It went viral and the whole of like the electronic music scene. And I was just like, thank God I didn't have that feature on his track. You know what I mean? Like but associations. Work, yeah. Do you yeah, do you get do you get in trouble though? Like would you get in trouble? Like if you make a song with somebody and they come out to be a madman, like no, it doesn't know. it doesn't look good on you. It doesn't look good on you, does it? Because doesn't you worked it? with that person who um who got done for these kind of I dunno, man. I don't think it looks good. I think it's different when someone's like out, know, outwardly you know. like he at that stage Tom may have worked with him he probably wasn't outwardly homophobic whereas no he like, wasn't think, of course I don't think you get in trouble I don't think you get in trouble for like doing a you don't, no you don't get in trouble but it, it doesn't necessarily look good having that association with someone who's just like got all this terrible press do you know what I mean 
I think it's different though in the nine in the early late nineties, early two thousands when like if you had a session with R. Kelly, you knew the person he was, but you still chose to have that session. Exactly. That's different. The, the, mm. the, the, the accusations are really, really strong. But then I suppose, like, what and about Michael Jackson? It. Well, oh, shit, bro. Michael if Michael Jackson. Jackson was alive and he said, come in studio, hey, hey, John, hey, Alpha, hey, Tom, do you want to come in? Alpha. Make Irish. Irish, Mike, Irish, come to the studio. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Can come and jump on Trainer. Trainer. Uh, I've always said you can get out of here, man. Do you get what I'm saying? It's funny. But Lu- there's a lot of people. Louis Thoreau like, said yeah, it best, I think. He was like, Louis Thoreau said about Michael Jackson, he was like, um, I mean, his first two albums were amazing, but everything else afterwards was shit, so I wouldn't want to listen to it anyway. And so I think <laughs> the same thing with like MJ. I I don't know what he has to offer outside of 1977. What was he what, 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 what if he just wants to go for lunch? No. Look, we are just asking the same question over and over again in the same, like, would you? Yeah. We're just trying to see the stage <laughs> yeah, yeah. of who is Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted to talk about, like, um, the Ten Walls thing made me think about Daniel Caesar. So the interesting thing about... What happened to Daniel Caesar? Jordan done a thing with Daniel Caesar recently. Not recently. Uh, months and months, maybe. Actually, did you do something yeah, with, Daniel you do with Daniel Caesar? Daniel Caesar? Daniel Caesar? No, no, no. A Daniel Caesar remix or an arrangement or something like that. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Like, asked, uh, uh, yes, something like so, that. So what did you, what, what did what? you do, bro? Well, he, sorry, he was in London and he, I think they were coming to have a session or like he was writing his new album, the one that just dropped six months ago. And he was yeah. like writing and Jacob was there, Jacob Collier. And um, I don't think I got... Like, conf- I didn't go in the end. I didn't get, like, asked officially. But they- I was, like, on the short list. Anyway, I called Alpha about it. Or I might okay. have seen Alpha about it or something. And that was when Daniel Caesar was... Do- don't you remember that stuff he said about black people? Are you, lot- you lot are confused. Daniel Caesar got cancelled, like, a while... Like, a, like... Did you know his album came yeah, out? Yeah, I remember. Ago? I remember, yeah. Did- what did he, what did he, he say did again, Alpha? He said, stream. basically, black people need to be more... Aspire to be more like white people. That is a reason why white people that's, rule the yeah, world. That, 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 yeah, like, black that people need to be more that. like like white people. Basically. Wait, he, he, did he say black people need to be nicer to white people? Yeah, he said nicer, but then he said that's we what I remember him saying. To be, we should. Did he say that? To be, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it in the same live. It was like an Insta. Shit, was it man. An Insta live. It was an Insta live. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's Insta, I think I tuned into that. You know, I think I was tuned into that. <laughs> Tom was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Flame, flame, No, flame. man, not tuned in. <laughs> in not, not in the same wavelength. <laughs> I just mean literally tuned into the Insta Live. Um, fuck, man. And you know what? People have forgotten quite quickly. Bro, things move It's funny. P- things move on yeah, quickly, yeah. don't they, in the internet? No, but there's no... Okay, Daniel there's no Caesar was... Blo- Cap- like, he was on his way to... to like, he was like the R&B... The, the R&B guy at the time. Definitely. Yeah. Agreed. He kind of he, he was kind of like about to fill the space of Frank Frank Ocean. He was going to that that that, yeah, yeah. that stratosphere. I think so with that album. I, I, yeah, I think that person. I don't think that's that deterred week. his um, his journey that much. You know, I think he may have. I don't know. I always wonder. It's weird. Like the smaller you are, it doesn't hit you as much. If he was, if he was like, um, do you? Do you I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't think the smaller you are doesn't mean it doesn't, it doesn't affect you as much. I think it can be even more detrimental if you're smaller because you can get literally just like decimated. 
you know what I'm saying? In terms of like, there's no over. opportunities ever because people are scared of your, mm. of your, um, of your, of your stank. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah, true. What's okay? Let's have a conversation about a bit about being cancelled and um, like, <clears throat> do you do you guys ever worry about you know the idea of being cancelled um, and you know. Have you ever thought about like an exit plan? If that, that's happened, like, what do you think? <laughs> no. like, I, I know oh, for sure though, that, like, I know for sure that I don't, I'm not um, getting cancelled. That, like, especially on this podcast over the last four years, I'm yeah. always trying to say, like, there might be someone that I think music is bad, but I just I don't have yeah. the confidence to say it because. Like I envy those people that can go on those podcasts and just be like, boom, this is why I think, this is why I think about the industry, boom, boom, boom. So in a way, I'm like politically correct, not for sake of cancelling, but for sake of like conference. I don't know. I have some negative thoughts though. That's all I have to say. Mm. But, but but you don't like confrontation in general, though. No, do you? but um, I saw Moses Sumney post a tweet yesterday. It's really funny. He's saying like, I'm really. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sometimes I like call out. I criticize people online, but I just think they fucking suck. That's what he said. <laughs> like, and he has the confidence to say that. I'm like, fuck. But do you have to say people are shit? Like, is that like what? what yeah. What's the benefit of saying that somebody's shit online? Yeah, I don't think that's helpful. Sometimes, I don't think, man. That's that's what I mean. Um, but we sometimes unless you're coming with some about, cr- some critique. Yeah, sometimes we may be talking about a particular style of music in this podcast, and I would. You know, sometimes I would have liked to have said, yeah, I'm not into it. I think it's this. I think it's that. But you try and, I don't know, it's fear of confrontation maybe. But cancel, I, I don't think uh, I'm big enough to get cancelled. <laughs> I feel like I think you, you, you can't get cancelled for are. an opinion on someone's music. Um, yeah, exactly. So stuff nah. like, if your opinions are just, oh, this person ain't good. I don't like this person's stuff. Or if it's stuff like that, then... You know, yeah. that's opinions, isn't it? People can yeah. not like you. Yeah. People can't cancel. If it's if it's human that. if it's human rights, then you'll get cancelled. Um, if it's anything like that, that's that's danger zone. But I think yeah. if you're just talking about yeah, music, I think that's opinion. But I don't, but about, don't be kind about, 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 about it. But then what about stuff like theft? Like if you steal somebody's work, is that that you can get cancelled for that? Not necessarily. Um, if we got some, like for example, they, people, a lot of people think MJ took a lot of stuff, um, and there's so many big artists that mm. have bitten off other artists mm-hmm. who are, you know, they're just way bigger. So it doesn't really matter. Some people have bitten on off artists of the same level as well. Like who? I'm trying to think, but like. Like Drake in the South American rap scene, or oh, Drake? Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good that's a good topic in terms of like what influence, like appropriation and influence, um, and, and influence and where where it kind of starts and ends. Do you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. where it's like that's something I I, I think about a lot actually. Um, what do you mean? Yeah, well, we I feel like we've had this conversation before somewhere uh, in an old podcast about how I wanted to get into making um, sort of Afrobeat production things like that and and where. And how do I navigate doing that? And um, and I've had it before, kind of making... A lot of the music that I make is inspired by black artists originally making this music. And, and, and that's what I've listened to and it comes out of my music. But it's like... 
yeah, where do my right, where, 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 where can I stand and how do I navigate that? You know, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Mm. Do you, do you, um, what have, why don't we like, has anyone got the Google? Let's Google what the, diff, the, the, what the definition of, of, of mm. um, appropriation is and we can kind of go work that way. Hang on. I think it's more of a sort of understanding. With appropriation, it's like, it's more so if the person you've taken the stuff from isn't mm. getting as much recognition for that stuff as you are. As you are. So, because then that's, you know, approach. So if you're shining as much light as you can on the communities you're inspired by, you can't mm. be appropriating them. But if you're getting more success, more money, more like, clout more recognition than so, the communities that you take on this music from that's right. appropriating so are you saying it's like it would be someone's duty to shine light on on the communities exactly. that they're inspired by exactly exactly yeah um yeah that's what i think anyway this is where without so are you on google barney is that the, yeah 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 so yeah what's I the dictionary so. what's the google definition? I guess so. <laughs> that's right, my so definition the, um, that's interesting <clears throat> So I, I might as well do cult, cultural appropriation, right? Yeah. Or do you, should I just do appropriation? Which one do you want? Both? Whichever. I don't yeah, let's have yeah, cultural first. Uh, okay. The act of taking something for your own use, usually without permission. That's, that's, that's appropriation. Um, oh, that's just appropriation, not cultural, right? Yeah, that's, 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 that's just appropriation. Right. Let me now Google cultural appropriation. The acknowledgement, hang on. The acknowledgement um, or inappropriate adoption of the customs, practices, ideas, etc., of one people or so, of or society by members of another and typically more dominant people of society. Um, example: His dreadlocks were widely criticised as another example of cultural appropriation. That <laughs> made me laugh, um, but yeah. So it's the idea of <clears throat> yeah, unacknowledged, inappropriate. I think that's quite an interesting word. Inappropriate, inappropriate. Um, adoption of customs. Yeah. So like you can know about something, but if it's inappropriate, it's still appropriation. Do you get know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it, it's also it's basically what I read that as is, is like weighing up the options considering the people that you're kind of influenced by or stealing from as it were mm. and thinking is this appropriate right now um right. if if I, I can love i can love country music or whatever um I've made, that's a loose term but like the idea is like if if i see somebody doing something that's maybe smaller than me and it's not appropriate to do it if it's insensitive to kind of do it on my basis that's kind of where appropriation can also be seen. So it's not only just like not knowing about something, it's also looking at the the, um, the territory and going, okay, this is not an appropriate thing for me to do right now. This is this is insensitive. Um, and oh, like okay. That. So, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So what do you guys think about like British people, Australian people, Japanese people playing like American soul music in general? Like black British people... Um, Australia. I mean, so, any, any, basically. What do you think about what? Sorry. No, as so in we're what, talking about like you know that? how like appropriation no, no, is usually. You, you, yeah, go on. Usually, like when a white person will um, play reggae, and then reggae is like traditionally Jamaican, and that sort of thing. But what about if a a black 
Well, you know, I'm, t- I'm talking more genre stealing rather than racial. Does that make sense? Racial stealing? No, um, because I feel like not in a horrible. Sorry, that no one's horrible, but uh, <laughs> but I think I think black stealing black music is 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 in, all encompassing in that. I think I think it's like black music is the reason why black music is kind of like stealing black music is not just about um, specific artists per se. It's about the idea of a people creating things a lot of the time and getting shunned and not getting any the same opportunities mm. as white counterparts that take exactly the same thing and kind of make it bigger. Do you get what I'm saying? So like a black person doing, it's not just about just genres per se. I think yeah. it's like black music as, as a whole, because it's happened repeatedly through history. Do you know what I'm saying? Whether it was the blues, whether it was jazz music, whether it was, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's the same thing, hip hop, like it's the same thing, R&B, the same kind of cycle happens where, you know, these people are creating things and they're getting mm. taken and not being credited and... Yeah, well, let's just, um, let's just humour the question for a second. So, okay. and yeah, so with um, black music, if we take, um, if we take American music specifically, if we take something mm-hmm. like jazz, for example, and we have all these sort of other countries, us included, making jazz music, um, that would never be um, not attributed to African-Americans as in like they started jazz, like as in jazz is sort of comes from there. That's never been in dispute. So they will get the recognition and the um, the sort of like, they get credited for it at least, didn't it? And that's not what appropriation is. Appropriation is when you don't credit a whole people for mm. something and, it, and it's as if it came from you. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you also, were you were influenced. What, what can artists do? What can sort of art? What you know, artists do these days to credit people that they're inspired by. You know, I'll give you an well, example. As a modern day artist, what can you do? I'll give you, know? I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah. So Tom, you started making beats on SoundCloud, right? Mm. And then you you listen to a lot of Dilla. Yeah. And, um, and imagine you never Dilla. once. Imagine you never talked about Dilla. Though. Mm. Imagine you said, "Oh man, the way I just hear rhythms, yeah. the way I feel music." Yeah, it's just something that you know. I don't oh, know. I, I think I was just born yeah. with it. You know. The, the funny thing about that is that I was never, I wasn't crediting Dilla because I felt like I owed, uh, the appropriation, credit. I, I I was doing it because I because I was I love his music. And I was inspired. Do you know what I mean? Um, that's what life should be. But we have to come up with dictionary definitions, and we have to tell people, mm. look, this is what you're supposed to do. If you naturally right, feel right. like that, that means you're on the right track. As in. Just mm. you naturally pay homage to where your influences come from, but this yeah. is why nobody, you know, um, mm. or, or I guess I guess you would have got less like for making hip hop and yeah. stuff. You wouldn't have got cancelled or whatever unless you were yeah. going. Ah, uh, I just did this. My, this is my new thing. That yeah. I made. I just came up yeah, with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I see. But then, so but in, then in I, a sense, I, it should I, happen naturally. You know. That presentation should happen naturally. You need to think about it all the time as well. Yeah, I I, I disagree. I disagree to the point where I feel like... So first of all, I think one another factor is is, is, is the the is, is dominance. So being the dominant force. So when Jordan was asking about somebody from other, like they're never going to be the more dominant force than the Americans because they're always going to get credit. Americans are always going to get. They know where it comes from. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what when I'm... you're more dominant and, and bigger, that's that. So it can't work the other way around. Do you get what I'm saying? You can't. It, it doesn't work the same in the same entity as appropriation when you're 
smaller than trying to steal from something bigger. It doesn't. That's, that's not appropriation. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's about inequality, if that makes sense. So, yeah, so what are you what are you disagreeing with? So no, so the point I'm disagreeing with is, is the idea of it have it like it, even if it doesn't feel natural. So like say you're, I'm like I like I want to make uh, country music, right? And even if I'm like, well, I just like making country music. You still have to go and give that credit to the people that you're, you you you've been inspired by, and and then shining a light on it. I think even if you don't feel like you should, I think mm. that's that's the issue. Is that some people can be like, well, I've yeah. taken an element from something, and I like it, and mm. I've made it different, and I've changed it up or whatever. Mm. But at the end of the day, you, you've taken it from somewhere, so you still have to go do it, even if you feel like you've taken it to another level. That's mm. my point. It shouldn't just be about feelings. Yeah. Of, I feel like I should like it should be like no 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 like it's not just about feelings because I think when it comes to yeah. feelings. Artists do a lot because artists take things and make them into great new things. And so sometimes it's easy to kind of be like, um, well, I've made something totally brand new, um, whatever, and kind of discredit that because it's like you're going, well, I didn't. But no, that you're, I think it's your responsibility as an artist to go mm. and go and search and go and research and learn about what you're, what you're doing. If you're making whatever, techno, go and learn about the techno scene if you're going to totally change up where you come from. Do you get know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's why I disagree. I think it should be a a, a duty, not just a, right. a feeling. Right. Because mm. yeah, I I um, do it naturally without consciously doing it. So I don't. Um, I I seem to be doing it. You know, I I often I want to talk about the music that I'm listening to and the music that inspires me, um, and that so happens to be a lot of. Uh, Black, black, black made music, you know. Um, I don't, I don't think I it's just up... about the music, though, Tom. I think it's also about where the, where the music's come from. I don't think it's just about the album, and the, I think it's about where where the music's come from. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, no, don't, I don't think it's just I, about I no, but that that includes where it comes from. You know, I I say I'm into uh, music from Detroit. You know, from a certain era, and and the artists that came out of that. It's the whole story, um, because I because I'm into it. You know, but it's not a conscious thing. I'm not like I. I, uh, I'm not making a decision to sort of clear my clear myself. It's just happening naturally. Okay, I think I think I, you know I, I mean? think I understand what I was a bit confused just now with what what Barney's actually disagreeing with. But right. I think I get it now. Like when basically, although it's subconscious, like at the moment, right now mm. it's just sort of you feel like you're naturally doing it anyway. Mm. If you don't think about it, there could be gaps in there where there might be other music. Do you mm. know what I mean? So we're talk- you just spoke about Detroit and Dilla mm. and that's very prevalent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was one of my... That's why I chose it as, as an example. Mm. But if there's any other genres or any other influences you've mm. had that you haven't really thought about, mm, where's this music coming from? Mm. And you've assumed, oh, naturally it just happens. If you don't mm. think about it, then there might yeah. be gaps where someone can go, oh, look, you see here, you've taken mm. this from there. And you might go... Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe I have, but do you know what I mean? So it's especially it's more... especially Alpha when you, he's done it before in the past with Jay Dilla, and I, I, like you know what I'm saying, because so it, it'll look for somebody that doesn't know and goes, okay, well he's given credit to Jay Dilla over here and knows about the trait, but he hasn't given credit to country singer over here. That's that's the issue when it's when it's when it's always feeling. Do you get what I'm saying with the gaps? It's all a spectrum, isn't it? Because there's people that will actively go out to take from other places. Oh yeah, and that's and, way worse. And, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so, and then there would be more people leaning to, okay, sometimes I pay homage and other times, you know, I don't. And then you've got people that pay homage constantly all the time. 
it's, if they're taking music all the time. Like I said, if you're making music, yeah, like, you don't always have to name every single one of your, like, like if I'm making music, for example, I don't, in my press release, I'm not going to list everyone that oh, I've yeah, ever listened course, to yeah. in the history of, 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 of making music. That's not where it is. It's more, if I'm really in this phase, making this style that I've never done before, really, previously. Yeah. That's come mm. from somewhere. Do you know what I mean? So mm. we've got to go, okay, look, this is the stuff I've been into recently. So this is why I, I'm sort of moving in this direction now, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And the problem only comes really when the originators of the music are not getting the same level of recognition for that as you are. That's, mm. that's what it is, really. Don't you think that that's partly that the happens. consumer's fault, though? What do you mean, Jordan? Like, if... if um, like, Macklemore and Kendrick... Like, Kendrick's much more talented and all that stuff. And then, But Macklemore won the award. He was sort of, at the time, more famous. Is that Macklemore's fault for how all the white media just boosted him up? Isn't that the media's fault and the consumer's fault? No. It's, yeah, it's not his fault, but and, and and he actively went out and said, yo, like, I don't know why, like, Kendrick should have won the Grammy. Like, he actively out went out and, and yeah, said it and no, that's condemned, right. condemned it. So it's, it's not your fault if you get accolades for it. It's about what you do with that and how you shine a light on that and how you, appro- how you approach it mm-hmm. when it's happening. I think when, when to be, you can be compliant when you don't say anything. I think to, it's to comply when you're actively doing things and not ad- addressing things. That's mm-hmm. when it's like, what are you doing? And to be fair, Kendrick was actually quite annoyed at Macklemore for being like, ah, yeah. oh, like, because Macklemore posted a text that he sent Kendrick on yeah. his Instagram. I felt like that was, was a like, bit of a force, to be honest, with Macklemore. Exactly. And, and, Ken- and Kendrick, 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 what Kendrick was said the text? he was upset about it. What was the text? Being like, the Ken- uh, you should have won a Grammy, you've been robbed, this is da 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 da. And like, that's fine if you want to text man that um, out of the public eye, but then he posted it on his gram. And then Kendrick was like, I don't know why he posted it on the... That's bare weird, like... Yeah, that is weird. That is weird. But I suppose the idea of he wanted to be like, yo, guys, look, I'm with you guys. Like, I don't... Look, look, look. Yeah, right, right. He's clearing himself. And it's it's a tough... It's a tough thing to deal with, man. Like, I can't... I can't lie. Like, it's a very... Touchy... Thing to kind of do. Mm. Jordan, how do you find it in terms of, like... you're, you're, You're biracial, as in your mixed race, and you make... Somewhat black music, and sometimes people believe that you're not black and you're white. How do you feel about that um, stuff? And in terms of like any kind of negative connotations with that, Jordan? Um, I get I've got it quite a bit in America. I got a few DMs about like someone had come to my show. I've only got two or three. Someone had come to my show with their friend, and they were like, they were like, you basically have taken black music and made it made it for your own thing because like you well, I told you guys this last week but some guy was like you you play our black chords our black beats our black um, things and I had to I sort of read that message and I was in a way really hurt because I was thinking um, my whole life like there was a big potential that I had listened to soul music longer than this person had listened to soul like it's intrinsic to my personality i grew up my whole life listening to soul music and hip-hop and now i'm only just starting to venture out of not doing it and i was thinking but i've it's 
that's why I was asking the question before about like more genre. I've still, I've, I've been influenced so heavily from American music in general. How can I explain that? Like, I'm not trying to do it because it's popular at the moment. Like I was playing Stevie Wonder when I was 11 before I was even making music. It's just like what I loved. Um, so yeah, that's one thing. And then the other thing was like, my dad messages me a lot saying he always reads comments of people saying, um, oh, Jordan's white and he's always angry but he, and he never wants to like comment. And he's always like, people don't realize you're half Cook Islander. Um, which is interesting. I guess the weird thing about that in terms of literally soul music is like, I don't think it gives me a free pass because Cook Islanders don't play soul music. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? So like, it's not like they, okay. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. If, if, if it's that only white people can't play it, but I'm given a free pass because Cook Islanders can, but Cook Islanders play tribal Polynesian music. And like they don't play soul music, but it it what it should do really is give me a more awareness of my culture, that it has a voice, as in like I should voice that, like, me, you sh you should be more vocal like with your inspirations and your like respect of the genre, sort of what you guys are saying, um, but yeah, yeah but that's I don't um, know. there's a there's a we, one day we need to get an American as a guest on here because there's a whole other sort of um, thing with Americans that sort of think their stuff just, you know, belongs to them. And anyone that's doing anything outside of America is taking, actively taking from them and taking from the, um, uh, the revenue that they could be getting, basically. So, but then I feel like we need to have an American here so we can have mm. both sides, because I don't really We should wanna, get some guests on. Um, yeah, that'd be dope yeah, yeah, to get some special definitely. guests. Definitely. Do that. Um, but yeah, I want to ask about, yeah, because it, it's, it's obviously like, there's obviously been huge stories about it in film um, with uh, African-Americans and uh, black British uh, people um, having roles in sort of like big films and stuff that they feel like... Um, Samuel Jackson said it, it? Samuel Jackson was angry that um, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya was in Get Out and said that he should have been, been a black American, not a black British, because it's a different plight. Yeah, so that in itself is another ar argument. But like I said, I want to have some um, an American perspective before we even speak on that, because there's a yeah, there's obviously loads of yeah. sides. So, but yeah, yeah man, I, I hear that the genre thing is is interesting, because it's like, should I only, you know, we're from London, should I only make music that is um, London based? Um, and 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 the thing is, when you even get into what London-based is, a lot of the music that you know makes up from London has come from the Caribbean yeah, and now pop, from man. Africa, and like a lot of the stuff that's attributed to London dub, like uh, garage, all that stuff stems from Jamaica. So yeah. are we making London or Jamaican music? Like, do you know what I mean? It gets yeah. sort but of. And I suppose it's the idea of dominance, though, Alpha. I think, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, of course, of course. Yes, That helped me yeah, understand that's, that's, the genre American thing more. Like, it's okay to play the 
as in it's okay for like a black British person to play soul music because he's they're not taking away from the American soul music scene. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. There's no it's it's, it's, it's dominance. That's all. But it yeah, is. That's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, moving on. Yeah, I think you're right. But I think also like it's good to see a lineage. Do you know what I'm saying? I think with like dub and like garage or whatever, you can see it stemming back from Jamaica quite clearly in terms of like the root. You can kind of trace it back, but I think sometimes in a lot of things it gets kind of get cut off at the root, where people don't know about anything past this. Um, mm. Especially when it gets blown up to like bigger proportions. So, for example, and I suppose that mostly happens with like uh, with white singers um, and white males, to be honest. And so, uh, for example, say like uh, the Rolling Stones when they took songs from whoever, it gets to another level. So people as yeah. first entry is the Rolling yeah. Stones. They don't know anything before that. So that's why Mick Jagger would actively go, oh, okay, but I've, I took it from these people here. The same thing with the Beastie Boys and rap music. And people's might be first instinct to rap music might have been them. So it's now their job to be like, listen, I, now we're popular and you might, might have never heard rap before. Let me show you where this comes from. It's, it's more so that because I think the level blows up so much more. Mm. Then it's like, okay, this is people's first. They don't know anything beyond this point. Let me now show them where it's come from. Yeah. That was a chunky one, a chunky little bit of soup there. It's sort of like a, that needs to have have a series on it, ten episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's so on, deep. On, on the topic mm. of series, um, I would suggest everybody watches the. Um, I know Jordan's probably watched it already. The Michael ja- the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix is out. It's called The Last Dance, and it's about his last season um, in the. Uh, in the Chicago it's incredible um, and it, you don't have to be a sports fan to watch it no. but it's really interesting about the idea of like legacy and you know teamwork and growth and stuff like that so anybody that's listening to this yeah. I highly recommend you watching it I highly um, recommend it as right, well. I want to check I want to check it out most it anticipated really, sporting yeah. documentary of all time but didn't <laughs> didn't Michael Jordan say don't watch it because it makes me look bad did he say yeah. that or he said like he <laughs> was like I'm he's so ruthless to his teammates and the thing, but that's what you need to do to win championships or something. And then, yeah, so there's like ten episodes. It's not out. It's not fully out. There's episode issues. one's out. I he's think. got issues though, man. He's like yeah. he's like um his uh his um desire to win is like unhealthy though. It's like hot. Like he's not <laughs> a nice person. Right. It's like I don't think so. It's like yeah, he's like LeBron's the greatest. Like, ruthless. Um, um, shall we play the new section again? Yeah. Yeah, just let's quickly, let's um, though, quickly because we're doing on. this every Wednesday. Let's just do a short one, two minute sort of re- recap. So this week, um, Tom's putting out a project, and I'm putting out a project. Oh yes. Um, Cheers. And yeah, so you've you've had well, you've got a lot of stuff like interviews and stuff to do today. So that's why we're trying to mm. keep it as sort of short as possible. But yeah. are you excited about this project coming out? Yeah, man. I am excited. Um, yeah, no, I'm really excited. It's it's kind of a weird time to be putting out an album, isn't it? It's um, it's strange because normally, like when when you're when I'm putting out an album, I'm quite busy, and I'm either on tour or my mind's occupied. But right now, I have so much time to read every tweet, every comment on the yeah, new on the course. new music, and yeah. um, I'm, and I'm not distracted. And I I don't know if I like that. I think I like being busy. Releasing stuff. I hear that. Um, so, yeah, man, oh, yeah. I'm trying to limit my, limit my time on the phone. Shit. I hear you. I hear that. I hear you. Do you guys? Do you guys get power? Like, I hate being. I hate releases. Like, I'm on every. I'm like, 
like that waiting for any type of co- like I love it but it's also so like scary because like mm. I want yeah like kind of what Tom said and I suppose like now when it's like everyone's at home people have one, more time to comment that one comment will oh, wipe bro, everything out comment. oh it's yeah, not worth yeah trust it. me trust me it's not worth yeah, it I feel like I'm um, like I don't really post too much about like myself like I don't really do many personality posts and um, so I feel like I'm over doing like I've released so much music well in my opinion anyway so I've I've been posting more than mm. I've posted mm. like and it's it's kind of annoying me like because it just it just feels like if I was seeing this all the time because I put out on my ones and then MV's project drops and then for these projects to drop you need singles to drop for them projects so yeah I feel like this month in particular I've had I've got I've had a single a week a project then a single then a project or something like that it's been something mm. ridiculous. So I'm looking yeah. forward to um, <laughs> sort of God. not posting after it? How does it feel to release Epoch after... Um, and what is Epoch and how does it feel to release it? Yeah, yeah. So Epoch's a project with... Um, I talked about it, I think, last week. Projects with MFE from 2014. It came out. It's doing really well, man. Like, I, I just sort of put it out just so it exists. Do you know what I mean? It's been a long time sort of coming... And, yeah, a lot of people, I was just shocked by the amount of people that listened to it back then. Because on SoundCloud, there isn't, like, a sort of social forum. There wasn't a social forum where people could... There was just a comment section, really, but there wasn't, like, a... You didn't know how this music was impacting people's lives or, like, how people were living through it or, like, you know, listening to it at uni or whatever. Or so, I see one message some kid listened to it in primary school, which is makes me feel mad old. <laughs> but, like, that's a bit nuts. But, that's yeah, yeah, mad. so... So, no, it's, it's good now to see because, like, we're a lot more plugged in now so you can really see mm. how it's quite nostalgic for some people. And, um, obviously, me and Emily both grown since then, so the amount of new people that's coming across it, it's really good. Um, yeah, yeah, and this week releasing the Spaven thing. Um, again, nice. probably the first of many. Like, it's a good, it's a good, like, it's a short EP, man. It's, a, it's just a little introductory sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's me. After that, I'm sure I'm not gonna post. Like, <laughs> I, don't think. I know what you mean, man. I, I get a bit sick of myself around album release because I'm just like yeah. so many interviews just talking about how I feel and me, 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 me posting. I'm just like, <laughs> I start to hate myself or the idea of myself. It's really weird. Do you know what? I get you. It's very I testing. You. you know why though? Because you're, he- you're you're hearing the same answer every time because you're the one saying it. So that's why you kind of feel like it's repetitive. But yeah. like they, to, to, to uh. other people, you're not. It's like, oh, this is new information. <sighs> should um, you say the same thing? And you know, if they're asking the same questions every time, yeah. do you reckon you should have the same answer? Because I, yeah, I, I end up saying the same thing, but questions. I say it in a different way. Yeah, but that's yeah, consistency, though, because you can't be. Like, you can't be saying obviously factually. It has to be the same. <laughs> no, it has to be the same factually, but. Like, what's your favorite color, Tom? Purple, and then another one. <laughs> no. What's your favorite color? Tom? <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, but. Different ways of saying stuff, I guess, you know, it's like... Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I've been getting woken up by interviews, man. I've, I've, my phone's been ringing and I, I wake up, it's like, fuck, it's my first like interview in a of the day. cold sweat, just like, oh. I pace around the house on those phone interviews. I like walk on marathon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pacer. I have to, I put my headphones on, I just start pacing. I'm, I'm a pacer. Really? I'm just a lie in bed, yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Mean, <laughs> I walk in a circle, you. man. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm a set. Yeah, yeah, same, really? yeah. I draw patterns with my feet in the ground. <laughs> God, can you guys do? 
can you can you guys do interviews with other people in the room? As in, like you're on a phone no. and you. Because I no, find that no, really no, hard. Nah, I gotta go. I gotta no. go. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've had, yeah, I've had no my way. girlfriend next to me for the last few interviews, and I find it difficult, man. That's horrible. I yeah, find it difficult. Do I get nah, subconscious when you say purple one time and red the other. Time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's a liar. <laughs> He's lying. No, but yeah, no. I'm a mad, I'm a mad guy. I do. I, I walk in circles on the phone on the tube, like on the like, <laughs> like on. But <laughs> if I'm waiting on the train, I'm like, waiting for a train. And I'm on the phone. I look yeah. mad. Trust me. Like I'm just walking in a circle, <laughs> pacing. Like and people are just there looking. Like is this guy? Right? And, and it's like when I'm on the phone, only the person on the phone matters. If that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a. I can't really. I'm not good at multi. Like, like, sort of spreading myself in. Like, I only the person on the phone matters. So I look mm. just, like, I just look like a crazy person. Anyway, um, <laughs> should we get into the first tune? Of, uh, yeah. So this is, but obviously, like, it's if the you new section. Um, exactly, it's the new section, which we haven't kind of have, have a name yet. We still need to work on that. Um, but it's the basically you guys submit songs to us, um, and we play a, 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 a song a week. Uh, last week we had uh, first beige. Um, and this week we have this song right coming up right now. Yeah. Picture me right where you want me. I've been standing here for a while I know it's harder to see the bigger picture but that doesn't matter right now your body's aching those hands I see them shaking just let your muscles relax dance with me just dance with me just dance with me with me in the midnight 
Uh, and that was La Sun um, with yours. Um, we got sent this track um, by La Sun. Um, I think um, I've, their, their name is they're a duo from South East London. Uh, Liam Fergus and Emily Ade Adi 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 Y Adi Adi. Maybe. One of the two. Um, sorry, um, Emily, about that. But yeah, uh, we thought your chat was wicked. Um, boys? Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I've got to oh, say, the man. start, the first, like the dissonant keyboard run reminded me of um, Ding, 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 Game of Thrones, bro. <laughs> That's some Game of Thrones shit. No, it was sick. I love the sound design, especially like the way they affected her voice in the middle to the end of the track. I hear you, I hear you. I thought the tune was wicked. That Please ad lib was really nice. I didn't expect that to sort of carry on um, when it came in. And I was just like, no, it's really nice. Um, At the start of the tune, um, I was thinking about this sort of issue I have when I'm playing with my band, like basically where the one is and what you think... um, should everyone have share the same one or at least understand where uh, the person that wrote the music's one is or should everyone sort of just do their own thing as long as we're playing the same music and it sounds the same, basically. Um, that's, mm. that's probably a bit of a... I'm probably mm. not explaining that properly, but basically the one, the right. one is when everyone, you know, in a, uh, how everyone's counting it, basically. And if everyone's counting it slightly differently, but in a way they can process what the tunes, what's happening in the tune... Is that okay, or should everyone understand that? I think that that's one? weird because it's bad. It's bad. It's bad for your brain because you're hearing another. So- Basically, if somebody hears the one in a different place. They're hearing mm. a totally different song. So, like yeah. sometimes, if somebody like it's, it's not the same song, so I kind yeah, of feel like I agree with Barney. Understand the one. Yeah, yeah. it's different emotions. Like hearing hearing the, a, f- exactly. a different chord at the start can be a different, uh, mm. different song completely. Man, yeah, that's exactly. it. Yeah, you kind of need to know yeah. where they intend it to start yeah it's like starting a song halfway through almost because you don't know exactly yeah Yeah. i find in in my when i do sort of my songs with the band i've got to have them understand where my one is even if they feel like it's not naturally musically correct basically yeah definitely man basically it might not honestly it might not even be they probably are they they are probably right a lot of the time but i'm just like Mm. we're hearing it where i am saying it is even though musically in music theory terms and that's why I'm a lot more yeah, forgiving man. with like, yeah. you know, hear it where you want then. Because <laughs> I'm mostly wrong, yeah. do you know what I mean? So anyway, I just thought that was a Did joke. the intro keys <laughs> thing like throw you off in the one? Do you know what? The, 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 um, <laughs> I thought the one was on that <laughs> snare. Like there was like a snare, like an 808 sort of snare. I thought <laughs> that's where the one was. And then the chords came in slightly bef- slightly after or slightly before. I can't remember now. But there were three things at least where the one could, three places the one could have been. And then when everything um, comes in together, it's a lot more, it's, you know, clarity is there. Really nice tune though, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Who's yeah, going? really nice. Yeah, great song. Really, really nice. I liked really, it. I can really only nice. hear Game of Thrones now when I, when I listen to the, <laughs> the I'm trying to sing the first bit, the melody. Yeah, that's what you said, man. I love the bit after that. The, the chord change after that was super nice. Yeah, um, I yeah. think it was the chorus, the bit before the bit that you liked, Alpha. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. was that, that was the chorus, isn't it? Yeah, I like that, man. Yeah, that was wicked, and yeah. I, I, I love I love a duo. I think a duo is always a nice little thing when you like people got to bring bring stuff together, yeah. kind of create a different sound. 
um, and that's yeah. really wicked. So yeah. I'm guessing um, Liam is the producer and Emily's the vocalist. Um, so yeah, they were wicked, man. Um, and guys, if you're listening to this, thank you. The music was great. And if you're also listening to this as a uh, as a listener and you've got music for us, please DM us um, on Are We Labs Instagram. Uh, we listen to everything. We debate it. We fight. We dispute it, and then we bring us a new song every week for your listening pleasure. Who's up next? I- I'll go first this week. I'll go first this week. All right, wicked. Let's go. tune by uh, Andy Schorf um, called Living Room off of an album that came out this year um, called The Neon Skyline. Um, yeah, I found this, this one was interesting. It's got a really sort of simple structure, so you pay attention to the lyrics a lot more. And the story, like, I guess it took me a few, not even a few, maybe a couple listens, but I've just sort of, you know, given you this first listen. 
But I, I saw, I get the story and stuff. I thought there was some deeper meaning, but it's just like the point of it is that there is no sort of deeper meaning. I reckon anyway. Okay. So, um, what guy was you guys think of the song anyway? Um, it was crazy. Um, I felt just had that organic feeling, you know. I hear the acoustic guitar, and something just puts you in that space. I liked it. I liked the atmosphere of it, the sonics. Mm. Beautiful. I didn't get enough to like delve into the lyrics in the first listen. Takes me a few listens. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, I heard him talking as a woman, and I got, I got confused. So no, it was a story, and basically he he bumped into a woman at a at a bar, a woman called Claire, and she's telling him this story. Oh, okay. So right yeah, that's. That's what's going on here. So the story is basically she, um, uh, when she was younger, she drew a picture to show her dad. Her dad was like, nah, go show your mum. I'm busy. I'll come from work. I'm not even busy. I'm tired from work. Mm. But she drew it just to show him, basically. Mm. And then she said, um, yeah, late, the funny thing about that is my son, like today or whatever, brought me a picture. And I was home. I come home from work and I was tired. Mm. And I told him I'll look at it later. I mean, but how hard is it to just give a shit and like put put the picture on the fridge? Basically, it was like a story like that where she oh, okay. she remembers how that felt when she was younger yeah. And, and yeah, mm-hmm. but it was just a non like not really a yeah. I don't think there's like a deeper mm. meaning. I kind of like I like lyrics like that mm. where it's just like is what it is. It's just what it is, telling yeah. a story. Yeah, man, I liked it proper like. The music really set the basis to tell the story, even though I wasn't actually listening to the story the first time. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, hate, I no, can tell I, I, as yeah, I listen I to it next time. I'm, I'm, it's just the platform is there. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, yeah, I, I like. No, I hear you. Yeah, why are you laughing, Bonnie? I like. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I love the acoustic guitar. I love the. I love the way the drum sounds. Like so, yeah. so fat and warm and stuff. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic. Really warm, I, I want to try making something like that, man, in the future. I really want to try making something like that. And that kind of sonic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah do that. Do yeah, that. you, you, you can want, smash that. I want to try, man. Yeah. Wicked. All right, cool. Who's next? Um, um, I'll play a track. Cool. Now there's 
Um, that track was a track by Paul Weller called Wildwood. I think I heard it. I um, heard the Red Dead Redemption soundtrack and then found this in a playlist of one of the songs that I loved. Sure, Didn't know man. who Paul Weller was, but I love it. It reminds me of Red Dead Redemption, actually, a bit of that yeah. Western vibes. Feel. It sort of reminds me of D'Angelo Unshaken as well. Yeah, um, man. Anyway, that's the vibes, baby. What do you guys think, babe? I, I love that um, kind of Southern American feel. I don't know, yeah, that kind of... It is a bit Red Redemption, man. I'm, I'm, I'm quite into that at the moment. And um, <laughs> that's like a tune from my childhood. I didn't. That's like a throwback. I haven't heard that since I was like... I don't know, like 10 or something. Like, I remember listening to that, man. So that was really sweet. Oh, nice. I like Paul that Weller's tune. Like, Paul, Paul Weller's like, a, like an icon. Um, he's um, a British icon. He um, was part of a band called The Jam, who were like a like, really famous like punk band. Um, mm. kind of around that time and yeah like Paul Weller's an absolute G but I didn't actually know I'd actually never heard that song before and um, it's actually yeah kind of mad how he kind of sounds he does kind of sound Southern American even though he's very British. very British yeah apparently okay. yeah. what you can hear you can hear like a lot of Motown influence you can hear that he's influenced but I heard quite a lot of Bill Withers yeah yeah so did I in his stuff yeah, like his, Bill was quite a song called Use Me which kind of reminded me of that a little bit yeah, yeah same bluesy vocal Guitar, acoustic, jangle. Mm. Okay. All right, cool. Well, I'll go next. Kendrick niggas say the West ain't winning, I'm just trying to find the proof. Speaking of proof, I'm about to roll on with Snoop. Blow the smoke out to your memory and toast to Eminem, cause he gave me the shit that I needed on documentary. Keep it real with myself, I got murdered like John Kennedy. 
But that was cool cause I was just there for the energy Watching bizarre pop pills while Tupac and my Hennessy First time in Detroit, had to rock the Grand Hills Cause I threw up my dupes when California was at a standstill But hope ain't lost cause Dr. Dre the man still Had faith in me, knew I had heat like an anvil Ran through entire crews, put their remains in the landfill And I ain't lost the hunger, I'm eating out the can still Yeah, wherever hove and eyes at in the world right now I know they listening like This young nigga be killing this shit Hip-hop is like Ciroc, I'm about to drop a pill in the shit Let's go, let's go Bras nigga, like Nas nigga The flow is rocking with the Birdman cars nigga Hold on, I gotta take Birdman's car nigga Stunner, what up blood? And bitch niggas to do you Inevitably we take celebrity bitches and run a choo-choo We put no magnums tagging that wagon Some of these birds cuckoo And murder is what I do to these just blazers Kanye shit, on swears I handle my bears The whole world know what I do to Dre shit Niggas know I'm classic, I ain't even gotta say shit Frank Ocean more of a man than you niggas Get up off that gay shit Fuck copying styles, niggas be tracing Whether it's me, the movie, or Jadakiss Niggas just can't fuck with Jason Let's go Will lyrically be deceased Niggas saying I'm underrated Like a younger J with heat But not the ones the thunder play with So Los Angeles King is sort of an understatement Let me find a gun to play with I leave you niggas under pavement Tell them they rents due Pay up or get cement shoes All this dope in your rhymes You acting like I ain't lean on that fence too But now you appearing bitches and cars Is what I'm into You wanna send me to God I wear a 45 in that French shoe I fuck with Wale Ross and my nigga French too And me and Face just slice that last beat up Like a Ginsu my album like a Rari, a lot of dope features Glad you bought it, now sit back and just blow reefer I know the concept behind it is gonna reach ya Now turn this motherfucker up and blow speakers Ladies and gentlemen I would like to introduce to you An incredible gentleman He goes by the name of Elijah Blake Let's go the game uh with freedom um from his album jesus peace um one of my favorite hip-hop albums um oh like top 20 hip-hop albums for me that's hard top, man top, top. so yeah what do you guys think that was hard that um 
first of all, the beat was just really nice, man. I love the way it started with that pitch-shifted sample, and then when the beat came in, man, it was super nice. I don't know anything about the game, actually. I, you know, I, obviously I know about his name, but I've never really listened to him, man. Um, his shenanigans kind of outweigh his, his music, which is a bit unfortunate. Uh, really? You can drink, a, really drink a full bottle of gin on stage. Yeah, Something. yeah. Um, the features are mad yeah, like, on this album. Kind of up, yeah, features are crazy. Like, Tom, I, I highly re- I recommend anybody listen to this to this podcast, to listen to that album. Surely, it's a really, really good. Surely like, Kanye did album. that beat. Sounds like a Kanye beat. I don't think he did, but it sounds like a Kanye beat. I love I love the I game did. on the early Kanye stuff, as in the stuff like ten years. Oh yeah, Darius verses yeah, is sick. Yeah, but this this is sick. I love the beat. Love this song. I love the mm. first verse. I. I mean, I'm not. I don't listen to lyrics in the first go, but I started losing it in the second. I struggled to follow, but the first verse is like okay. on point. He was far, he was rap, he was rapping faster in the in the second verse. He was kind of going more quicker with it, so it might have been difficult to catch up with. It's almost like um, like the point of the tune. I don't know. He set himself a challenge. How many names can I name in this in, the, in this tune? How many celebrities can I can I name in this tune? Like he, I guess that's a thing about game. Like he just. That's annoying, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, almost a meme, isn't it? Like, the amount of names that he drops, like... And also, like, styles that he takes as well, because he will also, like, rap, like, rather rappers a lot of the time as well. Oh, so, like, really? He's, he's really good at mimicking other rappers. So you'll hear him be like, what does game actually sound like? Yeah. That makes sense. But, yeah, he also names drops a lot. What I will say is um, that that bass line was really good. Like, really good. Um, don't know if you guys were... So, yeah, it started off with, like, a Motown sort of sample based on... So, which makes me think, did you choose this based off the last tune that was played? Or the last conversation? No. When Tom said something about Motown. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I, it was a, you know, it was a nice it was. and healthy, healthy coincidence. Yeah, love, thank God for that. It was, um, no, you know, it was, I, I was actually really interested in, obviously the beat, I think the beat's incredible. But like, I've been interested about like, so you see the chorus that um, Elijah Blake did. Um, da, 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 yeah, yeah. That thing. I was just really interested in like how how do you make a chorus that is simple, catchy, that's not shit. Do you get what I'm saying? Like what what's the that criteria of like making a good That's like, what that's what every chorus idea. should be though, right? What you those three what? things you said. Yeah, but it's really easy <laughs> but it's really easy to kinda of listen to that and be like, Oh, this is terrible. Like this is just like he didn't say anything. He just went da 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 But I need it before. But I think if you if I think if you sang way more it could have been too much for the tune. Yeah, yeah it's I, not, I, I don't think it was bad. I, yeah, I like, I really like it. That's what I'm saying. I think it varies like, for, for each song, man, and whatever the chords are doing and the the vibe. I don't, I don't think there's a recipe for one killing chorus. Um, mm. But those three things: not shit, catchy, <laughs> and simple. I definitely yeah. need to strive for. <laughs> All right, then. Cheers. Uh, my one done. Uh, who's next? Thumbs <laughs> up. Finish it off, baby. Pau é pedra, é o fim do caminho É um resto de toco, é um pouco sozinho É um caco de vidro, é a vida, é o sol É a noite, é a morte, é o laço, é o anzol É peroba do campo, nó da madeira Caenga, candeia, é uma tita pereira É madeira de vento, tombo da ribanceira É um mistério profundo, é o queira ou não queira É o vento ventando, é o fim da lá 
geladeira É a viga, é o vão, festa da comieira É a chuva chovendo, é conversa ribeira Das águas de março, é o fim da canseira É o pé, é o chão, é a marcha estradeira Passarinho na mão, pedra de atiradeira Uma ave no céu, uma ave no chão É um regato, é uma fonte, é um pedaço de pão É o fundo do poço, é o fim do caminho no rosto o desgosto é um pouco sozinho É um estrepe, é um prego, é uma ponta, é um ponto É um pingo pingando, é uma conta, é um conto É um peixe, é um gesto, é uma prata brilhando É a luz da manhã, é o tijolo chegando É a lenha, é o dia, é o fim da picada É a garrafa de cana, o estilhaço na estrada É o projeto da casa, é o corpo na cama É o carro enguiçado, é a lama, é a lama É um passo, é uma ponta é um sapo, é uma rã, é um resto de mato na luz da manhã São as águas de março fechando o verão É a promessa de vida no teu coração É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É um resto de toco, é um pouco sozinho É uma cobra, é um pau, é João, é José É um espinho na mão, é um corte no pé São as águas de março fechando o verão É a promessa de vida no teu coração é pedra, é o fim do caminho É um resto de toco, é um pouco sozinho É um passo, é uma ponte, é um sapo, é uma rã É um belo horizonte, é uma febre terçã São as águas de março fechando o verão É a promessa de vida no teu coração É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É um resto de toco, é um pouco sozinho É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É um resto de toco Pau, pedra, fim do caminho Resto de toco, um pouco sozinho Pau, pedra, fim do caminho Resto de toco, um pouco sozinho Pedra, caminho, um pouco sozinho Pedra, caminho, toco, sozinho So that was a tune called Aguas de Marco by Ellis Regina and Antonio Carlos Jobin. Um, it's from an album called Ellis and Tom and it's basically like duets between those two. And they're both, uh, that's like a very famous Brazilian um, bossa nova classic. And uh, I love it. It's one of, it's one of my favourite tunes of all time. Uh, what do you guys think? Absolutely, absolutely well, loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Loved great, it. And like the break, the break, the um, switch up, cause that caught me off guard, bro. I felt like, <laughs> I like yeah, that, that keyboard was going through some sort of like tape. Yeah. What what plugin were they using for that? <laughs> it <was> basically, <laughs> it sounded like yeah, it was man. like wonky or something. It felt like I was um I was like, would be recorded like, to tape. Watching Breaking Bad, or like. Yeah, like, juxtaposition of like Jesse yeah, like, killing yeah, someone. Yeah, and then like, playing like great like music. Um, it was I absolutely loved it, and it just felt like I really it. pure. Like it felt like it feels, yeah, if I, I see my, it feels my, organic yeah, and hopeful. Like, yeah, like, like really I think wholesome. There's a reason. And my grandma and yeah, grandma grand, like, grand, like, were like singing so together. Popular. Do you know what I'm saying? It felt like my grandma and granddad were singing like a beautiful love song. Yeah, yeah. And I was just there, and I was like, this is so great and lovely, and, and makes me feel great. Barney, you saying it sounded dated then? You said, no, oh, this is something no, my grandma and grand. No, it sounds like no. <laughs> What are you trying to say, Barney? <laughs> it was wholesome. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, um, voting system has come back, and uh, last week's results for who had the best song out of us for um, 
uh, Alpha took it again this week. Well, last week it was Tom that took it. Uh, yeah, Alpha. What did I it play? Again. Thundercat. So I kind of feel like you're cheating. I think oh, Thundercat. Thundercat. Oh, I think Thundercat's the cheat enough. code. Um, it was. I was. It was a close second. I, I was. I was close second. So I'm very happy with that. Um, and then Jordan, next and Tom, time we'll do a countdown from fourth place. I obviously always. I, my goal is to lose <laughs> every single week. Um, cool. Whoa. Um, thank you for listening to the third episode of the podcast. Um, we need to go and eat food and not die. Um, so yeah, it's been great. Uh, we'll see you again next Wednesday. Um, enjoy yourself. Thanks everybody. They're waving. Why are you waving? They can't, they can't see you. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. See you next week.